great future. We're talking real money. We're we're really uh, distancing. We are so social distancing here. Uh, between Tom and the engineer is uh, like uh, 50 feet. Between Tom and me, 3,000 miles. That is serious social distancing. All right. Well, hello again and welcome to Talking Real Money. And if there was ever a time to talk about money, this is it. Because we're all hanging around at home. The only thing we're doing is watching television. And apparently some of us keep tuning to CNBC and you need to stop that. It's just depressing. All right. So CNN and Fox News all and all the rest, all they're, all they're, they're all depressing. Yeah, yeah. But we want you to call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Yeah. Because you're, you're just hanging around at home. <laughs> And we're working on a promotion for you to be able to make it easier to listen at home, too, by the way, which I think will be very popular, but it's still in progress. Process. Can I can I do something real quickly here at the top of the hour? <laughs> Just right at the beginning yes. of the show? Yeah, go ahead. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, uh, because all these people are hanging out at home, now, you know I, I lived, live, still live, if I ever go back there, in Central Florida for a while until yes. I finish my move to Virginia. Well, in Central Florida, they have these big things called theme parks. You've heard of those, right? You were going to go to one of them. I was supposed to be there, I think it's two weeks from tomorrow, right? I think so, too. I believe that's correct. Well, it appears that all of the uh, costumers at both Universal Studios and Walt Disney World were put out of work by the closing of the Mm. parks. So what they've been doing is sewing masks by the hundreds. I think I read this, yeah. A great idea. And so I wanted to, I wanted, they were doing it for uh, Advent Health there in Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're a group of 15 sewers. You know how to spell sewers? I'm not even going to try because I'll blow it's it. It's the same as sewers. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the same. They're both messy jobs, I guess. Okay. Uh, I guess. But I, I just wanted to commend all of those fine sewers i mean sewers mm-hmm. in central florida who are uh are sewing they call themselves sewers for life or sewing for life so all job. right so and just just for complete disclosure the the show today being done a little i am not in the studio as don mentioned don's never in nope. the studio uh well sometimes but so rarely. if you call there's going to be a little bit longer period between the time you call and time we get you on the air because they gotta they actually have to text us they're about 30 feet away, but they're going to text us and tell us who's on the call. So call. It works for me. Uh, I guess it, it's true. It does for you because because we want to help you with all things money related. It's just as fast for me as the other way. You see, for me, nothing changes. And I love for a, you. A lot changes. Yeah, it's a little different. I love reading these headlines. I really do. Um, <laughs> fascinating. The headline is stop worrying and learn to love the bear. Now, this is a definitely a takeoff from. A well-known movie from 50 years ago that was called, that was your son. Dr. Strangelove. Dr. Strangelove. I I, I know. Stop worrying and love, learn to love the bomb. But this was by Jason Zweig, and Jason is talking about, of course, the bear market. Uh, Tom? Yes. Yeah, I I just, because I wanted to see the article, (laughs) I thought I would read it. I thought Uh, that would be good. Yeah. And, and I, I just pulled it up. Yeah. Um, did, did you check the date on that Wall Street Journal that you you? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's 
12 years old. Oh, my. 2008. Oh, man. Yeah, that's July of 2008, oh, huh? Okay, yeah. Wait a minute. Have we been through this before? Wait. Hold on now. 2008. To, you're right. 12 years ago. Oh, wow. I think we've been through something similar. And wait, what happened the last time we had a really, really nasty bear market? Does anybody remember what happened after the the bear market got over itself? Something about stocks going up for a long period of time is my recollection. I think you, my Jove, I think you've got it. Thank you for that. Yes. My goodness, you are. Uh, Holmes, I am so impressed. And by the way, as you may know, we were in a bear market for like two days. Then we were in a mini bull market. And then after Friday, another bear market. Kind of a weird. Un- unbearable. Yeah. Thank you. And it is kind of. I don't want to make fun. No. Yeah, I do. I do want to make fun. I do. I actually like making fun because here's the reality. That, and the reason we read that headline from 2008 is that this is like deja vu all over again. What did you do in 2008? Don't lie. Oh, don't so lie. many of we know because we've seen the numbers. Oh. So many of you sold your stocks and moved to cash or bonds. And yeah, you're doing you know the what, same the, thing today. The story with most of them is, though, because we've do, we've talked about how time changes your memory of events. Oh, yeah. Most of them will tell you, oh, I got out before it really went down. Uh-huh. No, you didn't. Yeah. You did not. You told yourself you did. You, you told yourself you lost 20 pounds. You told yourself yeah. you're still good looking like you were in high school. You told yourself you knew Trump would win. You all thought Clinton was going to win, right? Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, so there you go. It's the same thing now. So before you do something dumb this time, you should probably, and I do mean dumb, you should probably call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, because we're good at holding hands long distance. Tom and Don are talking real money. If recent market volatility has you on edge, you may not have the right portfolio or the best financial guide. It feels good to invest after markets have risen. It feels bad after they've fallen. And remember, we can't know what they'll do tomorrow. That's why you need more than a financial salesperson who either implies they have magical predictive powers or who falsely claims they can offer you the returns of the stock market with no risk. Both are impossible. What you need is a plan and a fee-only 100% fiduciary advisor to guide you gently yet firmly forward based on solid science. Most financial advisors don't. At Vestory, our experienced advisors will help you create a plan for your personal needs and risk profile and help you maintain the required discipline for life. Before you do something you might later regret, talk with one of our advisory team members at 800-386-3004, 800-386-3004, or visit us online anytime at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi, I'm Don. That's Tom. This is Talking Real Money, the show that helps you better manage your money. Certainly invest it better than most people are doing it. But here's the thing you have to get. Not perfectly. There's no such thing as investing without taking risk. No way you can do it. So call us before you take advantage of one of these con artist offers to help you avoid the volatility of the market 
and still make a lot of money because they're lying. 855-935-TALK is the number. 855-935-8255. You could just put it in T-bills. That's riskless. Uh, Wait. No, actually, it's not. T-bills right now are a guaranteed loss. To inflation, yes. But you get your No, they're negative rates. Oh, are are they again negative? I knew they were a couple of days ago, but then I thought they were covered. Okay. All right. Just, oh, you just right. Little teeny so you quirk. give them your money and they give you less back. But that's money exactly. That's, <laughs> there's other things you could do with that as well, by the way. So um, so basically what we're saying is there's no way investing is going to be totally risk less. I think that's exactly right. And so far of this year, because you asked, maybe you didn't ask. I, maybe you don't want to know. Wow. I, You've gone psychic. I think, you know, one of the things I think on a podcast this week, I did mention the fact that looking at your balance every day, that's not a good idea, especially in volatile times like this. That will lead looking, you to do bad things. No, Looking question. at your balance every week or every yeah. month is probably a yeah, bad thing. You know, and I, I mentioned, I believe, I mean, for our clients, we look at it every day. That's our job. We'll talk about why in a couple of minutes. But if it's your money and it's in your 401k or your IRA or whatever, wherever it is, I put mine into a spreadsheet every six months. That's it. I think looking at it more often causes you to think, I got to, like you said in the first half, I got to do something here. There's, it's going down. Stop the pain. Human beings are doers. We feel like we have to fix the problem rather than survive the problem. And in this case, you cannot fix this virus as much as you'd like to. You cannot fix it. You cannot stop it from infecting people. It will do it. We can reduce it like we're doing with our 3,000-mile social distancing, which <laughs> yeah. has been very effective. I have yet to catch a disease from Tom long distance. Never. I think we should leave it at that. Uh, so, <laughs> so, But let's give you a oh. couple of numbers just because. All right. We give should. out those numbers. Of, Tom, okay. what are the numbers? 855-935-TALK. How about that? Not that number. Oh, I thought you were doing number. market oh, numbers. Oh, the numbers like that as in how much money people have seen their portfolios decline by. If you're 100% in a globally diversified portfolio, you can push your fingers into your ears now if you don't want to hear the number. Year to date, it's a a bad one. 32.5% decline. (gasps) Ooh. 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds, a little over 19%, which has happened other times in other bear markets. Wait, 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 wait. That sounds a lot better to me. Well, yeah, that's the balance you got with the bonds. By the way, I looked up the intermediate term bond fund, one of the ones we, a bond fund that we use, DFIGX. I've mentioned this before. Uh, operated by dimensional funds, up 8.2%. So what you're getting is a flight to quality, right? Mm-hmm. And, and by mm-hmm. the way, if you own those risky, I looked this up, number ta- Don, too. If you moved your money la- the last few years because you weren't making anything, those boring government bonds, and you had to have the high-yield bonds. You mean junk? Junk bonds, thank you. Vanguard's high-yield, using air quotes, and that's the best of the bunch, oh, by yeah, the way. Definitely. That is down 12% year to date. Wow. Right. So, bond, but again, put it in perspective, uh, it's not as bad as being 100% stocks. And wait till we tell you later on how much you would have lost in small cap value. 855 talk is our number to talk real money. And we're going to do it right now with Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Hi. So I have a question regarding real money, perhaps in a different way than you usually get questions. 
I want to know where all the money is from all the different governments involved to give out the stimulus package to extend unemployment. I don't understand the econ- economics of it. Where it's coming from? Well, how are we going to cover it? I don't get understand how we're going to cover it. That's oh, going to be up to my grandkids, but go ahead, Don. <laughs> I want to know what right, here- real money is to pay for that. Well, the real money and the real money backing all money these days is the productivity of the planet. The, our ability to produce goods and services. No, but she's saying, where's the money backs, coming to hand everybody that? that well, that's what I mean, check. is that that money is backed by our ability to, to create goods and services. Now, right now, what they're doing is borrowing against our future production of goods and services. The Federal Reserve and, by the way, every government in the world has the authority, or at least most of them, I don't know of any of them that have uh currencies tied to metals but or anything else None. has the ability to print as much money as is needed to pay the bills and that's what they're doing they're printing or well, they're not really even printing all those bills they are just moving the decimal points on the ledger we're going into hawk like let's say for yeah. example you lost your job and you didn't have enough in savings, but you had a credit card with $20,000 open to buy on it, and you had to support your family for several months, what would you do? If there was no other option, you'd have to go borrow them, you know, right? You'd have to you'd borrow the money. Borrow money, because you gotta, you got to keep things going. Uh, that's a very good question, Sandy, and th- th- it, it feels... It feels weird. Yeah, yes. I mean, and it is weird. I mean, because there's a lot of people who say we're already $20 trillion in debt or whatever the number yep. is. And where's that going to come from? Well, that's going to come from my grandson's working. Well, and and, and that, that even that's a little bit simplistic. Mm-hmm. It's going to come from the productivity of future generations. And some of that comes from the increasing productivity. If we increase the, the our GDP, then that gives us a higher level of ability to make those payments, even if it, we don't have as many people making the payments. Well, that's so true. So there's a lot of that. There, there, yeah. It's far more. We have compared to the, the global economy, our brains are tiny. We really have a difficult time contemplating the enormity of the global economy. And we try to get it down to its simplest common denominator. And sometimes we come up with simplistic answers when we do that. Like, well, we're, we're, we're giving a big bill to our grandkids. Well, yes. And by and the no. way, he handed it right back to me last. I tried to do give it to him virtually. He said, no, I'm not taking it. Granddad. <laughs> you send, him a, send him an Apple pay <laughs> bill. He said, send me money. <laughs> Venmo ain't happening. Venmo. pal. Ain't gonna get, you're not getting that one paid. So but it is a good question. Yeah. And it does have people worried. And yeah. I can understand yeah. why. But bear in mind, our uh, debt as a percentage of GDP, gross domestic product, the ability of this country to produce goods and services, which will improve again someday, this virus is not going to kill us all, uh, is is about half with this stimulus what it was in World War II. I got to think that one through a little bit. It's true. Well, no, I've looked, the numbers are right. World War II was very costly in terms of debt. We, we ran a huge deficit, uh, better than other countries, though, who like lost everything. They lost their whole economy. So at least we have one. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money.
Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-8255 is our phone number. 855-935-TALK. What? Well, all I know you is so far. Look. Well, I know because so far. I'm two and zero oh on the uh, the uh, the games at home. I mean, you're playing more board games, right? My wife brought home two new board games. I'm two and zero. Oh. You are still smirking from I, winning the board games. I, a day later, and I, I think short- I think they cheated me on the first one, but I managed to overcome wait, it. I wait, think they wait, did. you won. I and know. yet you're accusing I, them of cheating. And I, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because yeah, uh-huh. on Family Feud. The answer, I, what was the, I forget the question, but the, the well, the, then the answer the, won't do us any good. Well, no, it? but the mo- no, there's the, no point in you even telling us. The number one answer was <laughs> food. I said fast food, and they didn't give me that. It's like, eh. what? Well, come on, what the speed of like slow food? Or, I mean, come on, that was silly. Anyway, so I yeah, should have gotten bet. credit I for bet. that. If I Richard bet. Dawson was there, I would have gotten credit for that. I, I bet you were the one in your family when you played like Monopoly with your brothers. <laughs> That you were like slipping money under the board, right? How do you know you I'm were, still not? You were the one. I I just know you. Uh, you were that one. I think Monopoly's tonight. I'm. I that's my favorite. So I think I'm feeling good about that. So hey, here's the game you should play. Mm. You want to play all night? Play Risk. I love Risk, but I, I don't think risk. my daughter and my wife would like Risk. Because well, it's about killing people. Yeah, I know. And taking, I don't think yeah. it's. Yeah, that was. I, you may, you yeah. may find they enjoy world domination more than you think. So. <laughs> Especially if they're me, I'm done. Yeah, dominated. exactly. <laughs> you're going to be stuck in Kamchatka. Yeah, what's or that other Kutsk. one? Did? Yeah, your Kutsk. Yeah, you're way over there mm-hmm. on the yeah, peninsula. Sorry. No. All you right. got like three troops left in your Kutsk. We were talking about your money and what you should be doing with it today. We do that every Saturday. I know, but this is very important because this is import- a part of investing that most people do not do. Yeah. They don't because okay. it feels nerve-wracking, especially when it's the bond portion, the safer portion that's gone up and the stocks have gone down. I mentioned 100% globally diversified portfolio lost about 30% year-to-date. Right. On the other side of the ledger, intermediate-term government bond fund up 8 So what should you be doing? Should you be selling stocks and buying bonds? Yes, you said, because I want to make money. I want to be in the thing that's making money. And the answer is no. No. You would be wrong. You would have lost on Family Just Feud. Just like fast food. Fast <laughs> food. brought me down. No, you're going to be selling the bonds and buying the stocks. And it's counterintuitive, but that does a couple of things. It returns you to your correct asset allocation. I hate those words. Because they're, so, well, they're so like inside baseball kind of like asset allocation. It brings you back to that. And it also makes you sell the things that have gone up and buy the things that have gone down. Generally, you're doing that with stocks because stocks have made more money than bonds over time. But in this case, you're not. You're doing it the other way around. And I, I understand it's difficult. No question. You got to do it. By the way, I just wanted to pull the numbers up on our budget deficit. I just wanted to make oh, sure gosh, I had yes. Okay, the budget deficit right now is running at about 5%, 6% of GDP. You're talking about the annual, not the debt, How, the deficit. No, the amount of money that we don't have, the, 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 the amount we're borrowing this year over and above what we produce as an economy. Okay. 
in World War II in 1940. It was like 50 percent. Three. No, it was 27 percent. Oh, okay. Of I knew GDP. It was high. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So B 29s are not cheap. By the way, B 29 more expensive than the A bomb in World War II. Thought each one. No, to, 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 to design it and the, put it all together thing, it was, it was a more program. expensive project than the A-bomb. Far, far, still far cheaper than the project to create ventilators. I have no idea, but I'll let you carry the day on it's, that one. It's no like a idea. billion dollars to make some ventilators. What? Really? Yeah, I'm not kidding. Not kidding. Okay. I'm, I'm hoping I can avoid that, but we'll see. See, that's because, you know, I, I my wife watches the news all the time. That's bad. All the time. Bad. All. I tell people, as you know, I advise people not to do that because it's kind of, it's fair. It tends to be oh, on wait, the negative wait. side. Herb, Herb Weisswamp, yeah. plug your Herb, 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 Herb jumped on me for that. I told him, no, nah, don't sit around. <laughs> no, you should be watching. Yeah, okay. Now, I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't recommend it. Bad for your and health. Now you're kicked off the board. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. Have you been tempted to sell? Has someone approached you with a great plan to keep you from panicking? Give us a call. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor's a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. You know, my timing in getting up to Virginia was impeccable. Yeah. Impeccable. Because I, I, we thought we had sold our house in Florida. So we put we loaded up the truck with a bunch of stuff. We've seen the, the Beverly Hillbillies tape, yeah. And it's what it, kind of what it looked like. We had stuff on Dragon the roof rack, the whole thing. Yeah. Drag. Yeah. <laughs> and so we were going to we we decided we'll take a, a week, we'll drag it up to Virginia and mm-hmm. store it up there to clean up some of the stuff. And we got up here, and the whole thing just went crazy. The market declined. The people called us, said we're backing out of the house. We don't have the down payment anymore because guess where they had their down payment? What did they have it in? I don't know, but it was all in stocks. No. Yes. Temporary short-term money? 100% okay, in the that's... stock market. Why did they have it 100% of oh, the stock market? Because they're making easy money, hand over fist. Exactly. Why would you want to have it in just like bonds or savings? That'd be silly when you're making big money. Think back six months ago. How many people called us or clients said to us, right? why... Are you putting me in these low-yielding bonds when the stock market is is doing so well? Now, the interesting thing about the use of the word is, is that in that case, it is actually an implied future tense. Yeah. When you say is, you really mean, of course it will. It's doing it now. It will always do this. Present. Sure. We need, I, I'm going to go into my... And let's see if I can do it with it with a with a New York accent. I'm gonna kind of do my uh, my my Cuomo. All right, here's the deal. We you got to listen. You got to change the way you're behaving because this is not working for you. You got to change it. You got to stop thinking that things go up, make you lots of money, and there's never any risk. Stop it. Well, that's that was Boston. That's pretty. That was Boston at the end. Yeah, you I kind got of went into the Brahmin at the end there. But, yeah, I uh, did. I think when it comes to the is, you should talk about the former president who said, that depends on what your definition no, not... of is, is. That's okay. me. But... Your mind. 
Sorry, that's where my it mind goes. Is because this it's is a money here. show. Okay, money. It's all every, at the end of the day. It always comes down to the money, anyways. You it it, it out, does, but. and you know. By the way, the two leading causes of divorce in America <laughs> are that is is thing and and the money. Yeah, shocking. Those are the two. But your point so, is well taken. I mean, people thought the stock market would go up forever. We would never go down because they hadn't experienced that in like a decade. So why would it happen now? But you should not have your short-term money for a house down payment in stocks. Of course, ever. but you see, that's the that's that's not the way our minds work. We refuse to admit that the future is utterly and completely unknowable. It's guessable. I'm not going to deny it's guessable. And sometimes when you guess, you guess right. But the problem is when you guess right, here's the problem. This is when you guess right, you suddenly think you were prescient, that you thought right, that you're smarter than the market. And I love it when we get calls from people who say, I've been buying individual stocks for years. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Leave me alone. Quit telling me to get out of individual stocks. What do yeah. you people know? Yeah. I'm an expert on this. No, you're not. What? You watch CNBC and Kramer said, buy this? Well, you were an expert if you bought Boeing at 95 and then turned around and sold it two days later at 170. Yeah. But that was luck. And by the way, I think as of the end of day yesterday, it traded back down to 150. So <laughs> you got to well, hurry. But here's the deal. No, I mean, you know like. why Boeing went up. It went up because the government said, all right, even though you were stupid when it came to the 737, we're going to bail you out. Well, and come on, Boeing Because you can't let people. Boeing go bye-bye. We no let way. GM go bye-bye. Yeah, but GM's not making something that's that important and exportable as airlines. Yeah, that's, There's only that, a you're, few you're companies right. in the world that do that. So, But, you know, yeah. we could let some airlines go under. Oh, might still it happen. Yeah, it wouldn't It wouldn't destroy us for some airlines no, to because go. Because then somebody else picks up those planes. Particularly one or two legacy carriers in, in, yeah, in particular. Names. <laughs> well, no, I can mention them because they're not hubbed in Seattle, so... Neither one of the legacy carriers that I think should go out of business have a Seattle hub. Are we talking American Airlines? Oh, that could be one of them. Yes, yeah, that which, could be. Yeah. Last time I flew that, wow. There are two airlines I will never fly ever, ever again. Uh, United oh, and American. United. I, last experience I had with United was very good. So, okay. Well, I see. I've been soured on United for like 20 years. That's a I was long time to hold a grudge. I held the airline, but I've been treated so well by Delta. That's true. You have. You've basically Delta. every time you get on Delta, they rub your feet. They bring they you a do. drink. They give you. They a, go, Mister McDonald. They give thank you a you disinfected so for... blankie. I mean, you're just a really happy guy there. Don't take the blanket on the next trip. And, and the, the sky clubs are great. Yeah, I love Delta. All right. Anyway, I'm not flying anyway, anymore. This all started about you know confidence <laughs> where, where in stock. No, and. Short-term money, no one, I mean, I'm telling you right now, because I'll give you a couple of numbers, because this is fascinating. You know that I've recommended for 25 years to own the Vanguard short-term investment grade bond fund for short-term cash. <sighs> and you have always said. No. Right. And I have. finally, some 20-odd years later, I you're turned right. out to be right. I know. <laughs> VFSTX down. Excuse me, that's an itch, too. That's a tickle, nothing else. Oh, down. oh COVID. <laughs> Down 2.2% year to date. And you know what? I mean, there's a degree of volatility, but the yield is still over, what, two and a half or some crazy yeah, number. Yeah, the yield's still really, but Good that Lord. means that it's 
that it lost its yield. Exactly. Plus yeah. More. So there's you, know, you made a little more. You're taking a little more risk, and you know, I, yeah, guess, I know. Uh, but I'm saying safe money should be safe. That's my my perspective. Anyway, um, oh. Yeah, we're not really sick. It's okay. Keep listening. 855-935-TALK is the number. Tom and Don are talking real money. If recent market volatility has you on edge, you may not have the right portfolio or the best financial guide. It feels good to invest after markets have risen. It feels bad after they've fallen. And remember, we can't know what they'll do tomorrow. That's why you need more than a financial salesperson who either implies they have magical predictive powers or who falsely claims they can offer you the returns of the stock market with no risk. Both are impossible. What you need is a plan and a fee-only 100% fiduciary advisor to guide you gently yet firmly forward based on solid science. Most financial advisors don't. At Vestory, our experienced advisors will help you create a plan for your personal needs and risk profile and help you maintain the required discipline for life. Before you do something you might later regret, talk with one of our advisory team members at 800-386-3004, 800-386-3004, or visit us online anytime at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK. That's the phone number here. Give us a call. I know you're worried. I know you're concerned. I know you're thinking about things that you probably shouldn't think about, but we want to help you stop doing that. Give us a call. 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. I am so glad we found that 2008 column about the bear market from Jason Zweig. There's a quote in there from Benjamin Graham. Oh, I was going to just go to that. I love that quote. You Go ahead. Do the quote. I I'm going to read something that. else from the article. I you, love the quote. You might we not, were both reading it at the same I know, time. It's so funny. You might, know, you might not know uh, Benjamin Graham. I mean, he's somebody's well, kind he's of dead. forgotten. Well, okay. Does that mean every time? Just because you're dead doesn't mean you're forgotten. You still remember George Washington, right? Kind of. You still remember Martha? Theodore, Martha, I remember Theodore more. Roosevelt, right? Teddy heard of him. Uh, Been there. The Alamo. You remember the, the Alamo? Alamo? I remember right. that. Okay. Uh, Benjamin Graham is he's, he's, you know, kind of the guy recognized for individual stock picking. The person that said, "Here's how you evaluate a company." There's a guy you might his name you might know Warren Buffett I think it is. Oh it's, yes, he's a big a, acolyte of, yeah, uh, of I mean of value ben investing, buying out of favor companies. And Benjamin Graham said the investor's chief problem and his, even his worst enemy is likely to be himself, which yep. is very true. Not the market. And this article goes on. Jason Zweig says investing is simple, but simple isn't easy. I love this line. That's exactly right. In a market seething with free online trades, which you don't want to do, funds that promise to transform losses into gains, hedge funds and alternatives, and TV pundits who shriek out trading advice as if their underpants were on fire. Say, well, well, <laughs> wow, should be. The, I'll say that. Oh, Think about Jim Cramer on that one. I'll, I'll, set the, I'll set it alight if you like, so no problem. Oh, my God. No, I mean, and so, but this it, generally, many of you believe when the market goes down, you need to sell stocks. Generally. Right. No, okay, please. We have to keep correcting each other. After the market has gone Thank down, you. Thank you, you feel the need to sell stocks. Yeah. And just that's, and you don't, you shouldn't. The, the, the market declines should be part of your overall plan. By the way, I, we, we haven't even mentioned, you're going to do another uh, webinar about all this. That's right. Uh, we, Wednesday, April 1st, Wednesday. no fooling. 
Um, and you can no register fooling. for that at TalkingRealMoney.com, correct? Yes, absolutely. Where, the key Under thing, the events. The key part, I think, of that is if you have a plan that says markets go up, markets go down, this is part of the process, generally you can keep stay the course. The other part is you show people the numbers, right? If you put it all in bonds for the last 50 years you've made, and it's been a good period of time for bonds, you made about 5% a year. I mean, that's pretty doggone good for fixed income, for an IOU. Particularly in an environment in which every expert claimed and has been claiming since 2010 that bond prices cannot go up anymore. Yeah, that has to happen. Conversely, if you put it all in stocks, globally diversified portfolio, you made about 12% a year. Now, here's the problem part of all that. You had to endure a reduction in your portfolio of fifty over 50% in 2008, 2009. And Jason addressed that in this interesting, it's a 2008 column, yeah. July of 2008, before it really well got before, ugly. Yeah, it got before bad. it really got ugly. And he says that, and this is great, he goes, so all of you, bear in mind, all of you who had, who lived through, who were investors and invested through the 2008 market, this applies to you. That which does not kill investors should make them stronger. I told my kids that a lot. And the well, but he's 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 right. It's it's almost you should have already been inoculated, to use a current concept, against doing what many of you are still doing. Apparently, the vaccine wore off. Yeah, and by the way, I'll add one more thing. If you're under the age of fifty, <gasps> you should yes. be rubbing your hands together. This is like the oh, greatest like time Warren. ever. Like Warren Buffett said in this article, he said, if I own, if a stock I own goes down 50%, I'd look forward to it. In fact, I would offer you a significant sum of money if you could give me the opportunity for all of my stocks to go down 50%. I'll just buy more. And I don't, I, by the way, I don't think Berkshire Hathaway's had any, provided any shelter from the storm in this recent bear market either. I think he's gotten beat up pretty good. But what I was trying to finish, and one of the things that would be very important, to, whether you take the webinar or not, is to know what rate of return you're trying to achieve and how much volatility, the ups and the downs, you're willing to accept in your portfolio. Once you know that, all of this is background. It's the tapestry. It's the, it's the CNN of the <laughs> going on behind you while you're living your life in front of it. You don't care about the rest. You don't pay attention to the headlines. And one of my other things, Don, even worse than even 2008, I think all of this is on you more today than even 12 years ago. It's on the radio. It's on the TV. I think they're putting it on the side of buildings now. The prices of stocks and the market's doing this. And I think it makes people feel like they have to do something and you shouldn't be doing anything. Back to our don't watch. Don't watch. It is a big mistake to pay too much attention to this because what happens is it revs up your, your cortisol, your adrenaline. They all get pumping. And when those hormones get pumping in your body, you start thinking, I have to either sell something yep or go hide in a bunker oh please we got to go to that story 
<laughs> you wanted to. Oh, I set you yeah. up. I thought that was the perfect well, setup. Bit, there was a piece in the Wall Street Journal a couple of days ago about these. I didn't read it, so the, I was setting the bunker, you up. The bunker builders that are now saying, see, I told you, I'm out here in the middle of Utah. Nobody's bothering me with coronavirus. Nobody's bothering me, period, actually. With anything. <laughs> no, I mean, there's some of these places that they're cost a million and a half bucks. I mean, they're 200 feet underground. You can get that. You can, if you want to go cheaper, you can get the ones on the surface that are concrete for I think like thirty thousand. I, I don't no, believe in this stuff. There's so. no virus stalking them, no. but there's a hungry-looking cougar sitting right outside the front door, <laughs> eyeing me warily. No, anyway, so you're going to be doing this on Wednesday the first, so you should sign up now because there is a limited yes. number of people. The like limited number of seats. Yeah, and you had a great turnout last yeah. time. We did. We had about a hundred people, even though. Some people didn't show. wasn't very many. And we're gonna, and we'll be able. You'll be able to ask questions. We we'll have an online chat, all that kind of stuff. So, yep, be good. Yep, good day. We're gonna do. We're gonna do more and more online stuff. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, our our entire firm has gone online. It has. We don't have in person meetings anymore. No. We we we. Oh oh, did I send you the story? The Zoom story. Yes, you did. The Zoom oh, or the Zoom God. video. I love it. There's yeah. two Zooms. I know. There, there were two Zooms. There was Zoom technology. Yep. And Zoom video. Now you would think Zoom technology. It has the symbol Zoom. Yep. Z O O M. This is the well, stock people, you're talking about. This now. is the stock. People were buying Zoom technology up like crazy. Well, Zoom technology is nearly bankrupt. They uh, they made modems back in the day. Yeah, that that's not exactly cutting edge. Correct. <laughs> And so people were buying the wrong stock. Zoom technology zoomed way up, mm-hmm. and the SEC halted trading yeah, they on said, it. Wait a minute. People are a little confused here as They're, to which uh, Zoom we're talking. But we do use Zoom, the video, and yeah. it's very good. Yeah, I love it. And, and I can actually set up my own meetings, invite people to them, and share my screen. Which, which for those of you who don't know Tom, <laughs> is an astonishing statement. This is a breakthrough. Tom... Tom still drives a horse and buggy to work. He doesn't like which, them newfangled which, internal combustion engines. Downtown Seattle, we may be returning to that sometime exactly. soon. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, hey, 855-935-TALK is our number. Remember, you can call that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, too, and we'll answer those questions on the podcast. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And believe me, if Tomish can uh, host a Zoom meeting, you can certainly attend one. So join me on April 1st as we do uh, a Zoom meeting, a big one, big class on uh, retirement investing in turbulent times. It's a good class. It'll kind of put things in perspective for you. Facts and figures, interesting information, the kind of stuff you need to know to get on course or stay on course toward the best possible retirement you can have. Remember, you'll not get rich quickly. You can't. That's impossible. We don't propose you ever will. So go sign up now at TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com. Talking Real Money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. 
so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a family registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?